I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is so goddamn hot today. It's like it 90 really, degrees outside. It, no, it's not. I think it got up it to is. like 80 today. It, it is did. hot. Simply mob. color today. You did, did you? I, I was outside quite a lot today. That's the, the benefit of working with children. I'm just like, let's go they outside. Get... Let's go outside. That's that's yeah. all we do. Especially during a pandemic. make them run until they're tired. Yeah, exactly. And they're happy to do it. And then they it. sleep. Yeah. And if they're not happy, I make them pretend they're happy. And then when they're asleep, you take all the candy out of their pockets and you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Easter baskets lately, but Oh, yes. wow. Good idea. I didn't even think of that. I'm so glad <laughs> Jesus hid behind a boulder so I could have candy. <laughs> Nanny Candy, great? where's all of our candy? Jesus stole it. He came from the grave and stole it. It. That's what he does. Ghost Christ. Oh no. Jeepers. Well, if you're wondering what the heck you're listening to and who you're listening to, hi, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Miller, and this is Spooky Time Presents. Today we'll be talking about a little movie called From Dusk. Till dawn, not the dish soap. Everybody be cool. You be cool. Somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Low profile. You understand the meaning of the words low profile? Sure. Two of America's most dangerous criminals have taken hostages. What is this? It's called a punch. I'm going to ask you one question, and all I want is a yes or no answer. Do you want to live through this? Yes. Okay, ramblers, let's get rambling. One night is all that stands between them and freedom. This is my kind of place. But it's going to be one hell of a night. be in trouble. There are a bunch of fucking vampires out there trying to get in here and suck our fucking blood. Now, their only chance is to fight back. Oh, yeah! Harvey Keitel, George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino, Juliet Lewis. Welcome to slavery. No thanks. I already had a wife. From dusk till dawn. Hello, I'm Cammie, and I like feet. Who else is here? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I want that as a sound clip isolated. I want that's my new text tone. My name is Cammie, and I like feet. Oh my. God. You do, actually. That's all you did. You would go up to people and say, I'm going to touch your foot. I, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have said that. I just didn't think of an actual <laughs> name. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a nail tech. I do pedicures. It's my profession. 
Sure, Tojab Castellani. No, nobody calls me that anymore, Jared. (laughs) Oh yeah, I remember in high school, Cammy got caught in the in the bathroom giving a toe job to her long term boyfriend. (laughs) I believe it. And they said you could only (laughs) manicure your boyfriend's foot during appropriate hours that you were both in study hall or lunch. And then I said, "Shut up, Scotty." You mean I gotta wait for my toes to dry before I gotta go back to class before my toes dry? Yes, that's exactly how it happened. Yeah, who's that disapproving, uh, gruff, manly voice in the corner? Uh, my name is Kyle, and <laughs> did you just mouth help me? Did I just see you signal the sheriff? You're, you're fucking dead. You're all fucking oh, dead. Oh no! <laughs> no! Oh god! Bang bang! I love this movie, and Me it totally inspired. It inspired the short movie I made with with none other than Kyle Burns. Which uh, one? Uh, the short movie I made. Oh, yeah the the most recent one, the one oh. with little Kyle Burns and our good friend. Uh, we'll call him Sergeant M. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if he wanted his, his name. Name. Just, I'm sure he I won't did. mind. <laughs> Okay. If he gets mad two... because we said his name on the air, then he can. I'll delete can this come episode. I'll, huh? I'll, I'll take it down. I tried to stop you, but you were out of control. <laughs> Me and Jared, we just... were both ready with pseudonyms, and Cammy yes. goes and just drops the real thing. Well, uh, Captain Sorry. M. Matus uh, was a uh, was a uh, uh, a Johnny Go Straightly fresh out of, fresh out of jail <laughs> who wanted to turn his life around. And then Kyle Burns was that wacky guy who's like, come on, dude, one more job. Let's uh, drink tequila off of Selma Hayek's foot. That's true. That wasn't that, the script, but her agent never called me back. Um, was it? She was I kind loved of out of you two range. together on camera, Kyle. I just, Ky- Kyle's a guys, great actor. You guys are a great team. Jarrett, you directed them so well. I Is that on YouTube? Yes, absolutely. If you're Please, looking I'm, for I this. I think I'll, I'll link it. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll put the link in our bio so everybody can watch it this week. Oh yeah, a lot of swear words, and see if you can spot my father in, in the. Uh, <laughs> I'll, here, I'll give you a hint. Kyle says a naughty word to him. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like now Poppy I have to swear cock. at your dad. <laughs> Get him on the phone, Kyle. No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> He's out buying. A- He's out buying a microwave. Uh, oh really? I just bought a microwave myself. It's got an air fryer built into it, but that's neither here Whoa. nor there. Oh my god! It's so I, fucking stupid. That's fancy. <laughs> I want an air fryer. Right. I mean, really that's good. stupid. Yeah. But we no. have an air fryer. No, I'm kidding. It's wonderful. She's great. I love her so fucking much. Oh god. I just She's bought a microwave room. from my sister, who bought a microwave for her apartment, and then she moved into a new apartment, and now they have a microwave there. So she sold me her brand new microwave. And then the microwave looked at me and smiled. <laughs> then it waved at me. It looked at you? <laughs> baby looked Making at you? babies. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, okay. All silliness aside. Um, no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Fine. <laughs> A moderate amount of silliness preserved for later. Okay. Yes. Yes. I can't wait. Um, I love this fucking movie. I think... More than Spy Kids. I think this is Robert Rodriguez's <laughs> best work. Yes. Second best is Spy Kids. After this. Yes. No. Uh, followed by okay. Spy Kids 3. Is that, um, that's, is Planet, that 3D Planet one? Terror, then Spy Kids 2. Wow. I'm okay. Just, or am I? Find you, me on Letterboxd. I... 
I don't agree with that ranking, but I do agree that this is my favorite Robert Rodriguez film. It's so fucking good. It is so fucking good. And it's, I love Tarantino Rodriguez. I love their friendship. Tarantino-Tinguez. Yes. I I love when they work together. It's not often, but it's so good. Grindhouse, incredible. This movie, incredible. Spy Kids 10, also good. That's going to be Tarantino's final film. Tarantino can't direct a movie with children in it. I'm sorry. I I won't (laughs) accept it. There was a kid. I don't think he's legally allowed to. Well, he there can be like one child in it for like one scene, but like he can't have okay. a child main character. He cannot oh, handle yeah. that. He'll Correct. Touch foot. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think he's a pedophile. I think he's just like unhinged. Like children don't yeah. belong on a Tarantino set. No, they wouldn't get it. <laughs> if you want to be mean to a kid, you can put him on a Tarantino set. Yeah. Or I don't know. It's like I want to make you make you put him on a Tarantino set. And then you make him like dance, sit there. Oh, <laughs> and then he has to sweep up after everyone's done. He just sits there all day and then sweeps. And then he comes back in the morning and does it again. <laughs> and then you find out he's not really ten; he's actually sixty-two, and he's and he's really like the janitor that works for the studio. Is this the movie Orphan? What? But it takes yeah. place in the film studio. <laughs> I'm not a little girl. I'm the janitor for the Universal. <laughs> oh, why is Didn't my daddy so the sexy? <laughs> I just imagine he looks like Scruffy, but like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scruffy doesn't know what Scruffy does or does. I'm Scruffy. I'm playing Molly. Square Scruffy. I'd love it if he was a, van- uh, a werewolf, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about vampires from Dustal Dawn. Kyle, do you have a brief synopsis to... to, to to spread me eagle and then blow it into the first orifice I have. Spread I have something I can eagle. read. <laughs> and that, is, that is all I will be doing. I don't know about anything else you just said. You will be spreading him eagle? <laughs> I'm not doing that. You scare me sometimes. Stay away from my eggs. <laughs> <laughs> squawk, squawk. I'm eagle. <laughs> all right. What the fuck? I'm bald. <laughs> I'm majestic as fuck. Watch me eat this fish. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, that's me on the dollar. My babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everything was going fine until the Gecko Brothers showed up. That's the motto of this movie. Oh. Everything was going fine for a bank teller until the Gecko Brothers staged a daring daylight prison break and took her hostage. I love that their name is Gecko. Going... <laughs> Gecko. Cute. Geico, 15 minutes could out. save you 15% or more. <laughs> Sweet. All right, everything was going fine for that gas station guy until the Gecko Brothers showed up and staged a daring daylight fire. Everything was going fine for the Fuller family until the Gecko Brothers used them to cross the border and get to a titty bar. Ooh, it's nice. autocorrected to title bar. I missed, I missed that. Bazungos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we got to scrap the audio. We got to start over. This is unacceptable. Okay. Uh-oh. Everything was going fine for the vampire coven disguised as a titty bar, spelled correctly, uh, until the Gecko Brothers showed up. Also, Sex Machine and Frost. Uh, uh, they show up and they start killing everyone, like they're Buffy the motherfucking Vampire Slayer. 
Mm-hmm. Now everything is going to go fine for the last surviving Fuller now that the last surviving Gecko brother has shoved off. The end until Tustle Dawn 2, The Hangman's Daughter. Which is a prequel. Is that the prequel? I thought that makes sense because I thought there was a fourth movie and the fourth one was a prequel. But all the stuff there's, I was reading didn't say there was a fourth one. I think one. there's at least four of them. I think there's three in a TV series. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I tried to watch the TV show. Not crazy about it. I couldn't get past the the part that of the movie that took place in the USA. Like, it's just a longer version of the movie. I couldn't get past, like, episode four where they're still fugitives. It's like, no, I want the vampire. It's like, yeah, the first season get to the, the fireworks movie. factory. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> I think it's, uh, uh, and, and they're too handsome. Those, the, those, everyone on that show is, like, too attractive for me to believe yeah. that they're, like, I don't know. At least like with George Clooney. George Clooney is a is I he's a handsome man, but I mean, you could I don't know. He's 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 cunning he's, enough for me to believe like, "Oh, this guy's in jail and he's got a she's a haircut." Like how is how my question though is how is uh just walking down the street I would want to put Quentin Tarantino in jail if I saw him from this movie. <laughs> just like he's just so fucking weird looking and he, he's just like yeah. I wear glasses. Let me touch your toes. He is he fun. he is a a character. Uh, he is. I love the complexity of the complexities of the character of Richie Gecko. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I have a question for you guys. Okay. I have an answer. You're not going to like it. Everyone, every time I hear or watch anything about this movie being made, everyone says that Tarantino, this is one of Tarantino's best performances as an actor. <laughs> Out of four movies? <laughs> well, 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 yeah. Obviously, the low of the low is the is the Australian from Django, I think. Yes. But uh, yes. and then, you know, uh, what's his nuts in uh, Pulp in Fiction? Dogs. And... Yeah. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you guys think? This could be his best just because it's I think it's his longest appearance in a movie. OK. That, OK. And that he has time to to do something beyond just like, oh, here's guy with quirk and then he's gone. Yeah, he's pretty he's a pretty decent He's he's a decent actor. He's not great though, especially when you throw him into a film full Next of people George who Clooney. are uh, George Clooney, like Harvey Keitel. You throw him into the he throws himself into these movies that are so just jam packed with veteran actors. Like, of course, you're gonna stick out like a sore thumb if you can't act. Um, yeah, yeah. I I think I enjoy his presence the most in this movie out of any other movie that I've seen him on screen in. So that could count as best, right? Okay. Okay. Hell yeah. I think I'm there with you. I think I'm there with you guys. Okay. I think this is his best performance in my opinion. It gets yeah. to there's a couple of scenes where I I'm just like no, stop. And then uh but I mean for the most part it's like I I think he does a pretty solid performance like the mm-hmm. the first the first 10 minutes of this movie is like I could probably quote the entire thing like the whole Benny's world of liquor is maybe one of my favorite fucking scenes in all of uh filmmaking at this point like it's great I forgot that was even in this movie so like 
it was like I turned it on. It's a sheriff talking to a guy. I, it's Quentin Tarantino dialogue, so I kind of zone out for a little bit because I imagine I have 15 minutes before something happens. <laughs> but then as soon as Clooney pops on screen, it's like, what the fuck? This is amazing. And then it's, the same sheriff it's who uh, uh, who took the bride or who who got spit in the face by the bride. Yeah, and he's yeah. in Bill. Planet Terror uh, and uh, he's in Grindhouse, both Grindhouse films too. Hell yeah! They just decided to to do that. I, I think as the same sheriff, like he's always like Sheriff McGraw or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the Rod Tinoverse. How? What are we calling this? The Rogtino. Rodrigo? No. Rod- there's not enough Tarantino. Tarantriguez. Tarantriguez. <laughs> that sounds like a computer hacker. Ooh. That's, a, that's, that's just a name f- that some guy has somewhere. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm no. just going to say this. Sorry, if you Taren. try to make that email later tonight, it's gonna, it's gonna it, it'll tell you someone has already taken this. <sighs> Raspberry. Ter- Terranriguez at gmail.com. Sorry, do you want to try Terranriguez 1946? <laughs> like, fuck! <laughs> Real no! Terranriguez? Ooh, yeah, official. Oh, God. I mean, it sounds like we all like this movie. Yeah. I was surprised by how much I liked it, because, like, a lot of Tarantino movies I liked the first time through, and then, like, thinking back, like, if I want to rewatch it, it's like, oh, yeah, but then there's this scene, which drags on, and then there's this thing that just won't end. Yeah. They're all good, but, like, knowing it's coming kind of shies me away. But this one was much better than I expected it to be the second time around. All the scenes I thought were long were short, and all the scenes I thought were short were long. Most definitely. Yeah. I definitely... What about you, Cammy? You love this movie? You want to... You wanna, yeah. You want to give it a birthday, a birthday present with my name at the end? Jared... I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, oh, <laughs> thank you. That being said, I do. Um, uh, no, yeah, this is <sighs> this is top three vampire movies for me. Oh, I think. Are we going to be talking about any of those other two for you? Yes. We haven't decided yet. Oh. We haven't. No. Then why didn't you, you say said- anything about the list I gave you? I think well, we, we got did. it, and then I thought we were going to be talking like a day or two after that, and then things just kept getting shuffled around. Oh. Hey, well, Macarena. That's okay. So, well, maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. We'll be talking about... We'll see. About... We, got, we got four open slots. Santa Baby 2. Maybe Baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite vampire movie. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's the, that's the movie where Jenny McCarthy chose not to get the coronavirus vaccine, right? <laughs> Maybe. Santa, I'm pregnant again, and we're not vaccinating. Oh, <laughs> naughty list. Oh. But anyway, I've got some uh, fun yeah. facts. You want to hear them? Let's. T- I want to hear them. I okay. need to hear. Only if you can make them rhyme. Okay, oh, then I fun. don't have any fun facts for you. <laughs> Thanks, George Clooney Kyle. was a man who played a doctor in this movie. He stole a helicopter. <laughs> no, that's not right. Okay, but for real. Um, so rumor has it Robert Rodriguez really wanted Salma Hayek to do this movie, but he knew that she was afraid of snakes, and apparently the snake was a deal breaker. Um, like you have to hold the snake. <laughs> 
Britney Spears style if you want to be in this movie, even though this happened before the Britney Spears snake holding incident. Um, Hell yeah. I know. You know, Britney Spears was also afraid of snakes. Probably. Yeah. And they think, I think I heard this where like that performance where she was wearing the snake, she uh-huh. kind of showed up and they just like threw a snake at her and said like, get on stage, you know, you have 30 seconds. Oh, and so God. she just had to do it. Free Britney. I'm a snake. Ha <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> ha. That's how that goes, right? The alternate version of that song. <laughs> yeah. I'm a snake. Anyway, so oh, Robert Rodriguez was like, well, Salma, you know, Madonna might do the role. She said she was interested. <laughs> so if you don't want to do it, then I'm going to hire her. And she was like, I will go to therapy. And so she went to therapy. She went to a therapist for months to get over or try to get through her, her snake fear. Oh my god. For like what, thirty seconds with a snake on screen? But it was worth I th- it. I mean I would Selma I would honey. Much rather... <laughs> now she's married to a snake. It's great it's a wonderful story of love and <laughs> Just Aww. like that episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> snake jazz, I like it. Yes. I just I'm watched sorry. that episode like two days ago. Oh. I like it. I don't think that uh, I don't think Madonna could hold a candle to Selma Hayek for a performance like this. Plus, she's also no. not um, Hispanic. Um, yeah, like, well, that's why they, they that's why that Latin. That's why he lied. He well, wasn't even thinking Selma about Hayek hiring for being Madonna. stupid. <laughs> I don't know if that's true though, because I watched a behind-the-scenes featurette about this movie and. Um, she said that she had been she was afraid of snakes, but she really wanted the role, so she, you know, worked through it. I didn't hear them say anything about the Madonna story, so I cannot confirm or deny whether or not that is actually true. But I don't think Madonna would do this movie. I mean, have Tar- I don't think Tarantino and Rodriguez have really made a name for themselves yet that they would get Madonna to strip with a snake and let Quentin. Well, this came out two foot. years after Pulp Fiction came out. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino won oh, the Oscar damn. for that movie. Because there was... Um, um, oh, shit. B- I'm big kahunas in this movie, too. Yep. Yeah, you can see a big kahuna bag. And what's it called? I don't... I think Madonna wouldn't have done this movie just because I think she was still mad at Quentin Tarantino for uh, the opening of Reservoir Dogs, saying that, like, when this oh. cat fucks, fucks her, it's like it hurts. It hasn't hurt in years. It's like the first time. Like a virgin. I have a soul patch. Ugh. No! Get him off screen! I like Reservoir Dogs. Hmm. I do too. That's a good one. Maybe we should call him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Aw. Maybe we should call her. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jessica Walter. Nice going, Kyle. (laughs) Hey, she she knew the deal. (laughs) What? I get my money, or you know, something bad happens to you. He had an accident. I know. Yeah, you don't you don't fuck old ladies for free, Kyle. We know. <laughs> old ladies need loving too, but they gotta pay. What? B Y O M. Bring your own moisture. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. There are God some times where save us with facts. Occasionally, I this is not a fact, but I. 
I gotta say, there are some times when my brain just doesn't cooperate with this show, especially not having you guys right here next to me. I get distracted really easily because of the ADD. And sometimes I will leave a conversation. Um, I will leave it. When, when we're talking, I'll, I'll focus on something. And my brain's just like, you're going you're gonna to stop listening for a few seconds here. And then I'll pop back into the conversation to something like that, um, <laughs> which just happened just now. I was staring, and then all of a sudden, I'm hearing shit about Kyle sleeping with old women. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. We have fun here. Well, anyway. You can, fu- you can find a BYOM shirt in the in the gift shop or in our uh, merch store uh, coming soon. Uh-huh. Maybe. Never. Probably. Uh, Perhaps. Ooh, boy. Yeah, never say never. That's like what Justin Bieber taught me to never say never. Or was it to always be a believer? I can't remember. <clears throat> Both. Uh, it seems seems fine. <laughs> okay. Any All more right. fun facts you got for us, Cammy? Fun facts. I thought it was kind of speaking of Tarantino and his Oscar. Um, I found out that he wrote the screenplay for this like Im- almost immediately after winning the Oscar for Pulp Fiction. I just thought that was funny he- because those two films are so different. They're similar, <laughs> but they're different. That's you how we know. got. Ter- that's how we got uh, Clooney. He probably ran into him at a after totally. party. Yeah. George, I love ER. <laughs> Don't you want to be in movies, baby? I will never consciously know the fact that George Clooney was on ER. I mean, you say it, and it's like, oh yeah. But as soon as this conversation is done, it will leave my brain. And Roseanne, Kyle. He was he was Aunt Jackie's love interest on Roseanne for uh, he he popped in and out in the early seasons, but uh, he really? was there. He was on ER. I forgot about huh? that. I forgot yeah, oh, about totally. that. I always I don't know what it is, but I I mean now he doesn't hold a candle to him. But I think back in the nineties, you know what? Like George's agent calls. He's like, "All right, did I get the movie? Did I get the movie?" And he's like, "Sorry, George, you didn't get it." And he's just like. God, that goddamn John Stamos took it from me. It's got to be it. I feel like they look so much alike now that I'm uh, just like because they were both on ER. Uh, They both kind of have similar gravelly voices. Clooney a little bit more. But like, I don't know. I just feel like that goddamn John Stamos is always stealing his parts. (laughs) Like that Kevin, that damn Kevin Spacey in for the little Nikki's roommate. I should watch Little Nicky. I think it's on Netflix. Oh, I've never you seen it. I'm yeah. pretty sure it is. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, Kyle, you might like that better than Uncut Gems, my friend. I don't think so. For I think I've seen a little bit of it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like this is like aggressively stupid. <laughs> it <laughs> is. I, I, um Jet? I like it. I like Little Nicky, but it is aggressively it's... stupid. <laughs> uh I think the best scene of that whole movie is like when they're uh um it's like the, there's little news clips that they show up like as the n- little Nikki's brothers are making New York more and more evil. Uh, it, there's like a newscast where it's like breaking news. The mayor has changed New York's uh, slogan from I love New York to I love hookers. <laughs> well, now be the kitty's, <laughs> city's catchphrase. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that. That's fun. <laughs> but I did I just watch hookers. I, I know they're great and re- respectable. Because it's a it's a job, everyone. It's a job. 
It's harder than my job. Literally. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, let's talk about... Is there any more fun facts? Yeah, yeah, we got a few. I'm are sorry, you, we'll shut up. Ready? Bad Kyle. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Anyway, um, so of course they used the uh, Tarantino Spesh in which they made the vampire blood green so that they could get past the censors um, <laughs> with a lot of the gore in this movie. Uh, and the body count is 122. And I was like, wow, that's a lot. That's like a Jason X level body count. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but I digress. Uh, Jacob and Richie, Jacob, Harvey Keitel, and Quentin Tarantino only speak to each other one time in this entire movie. And it's when Richie's at the door asking him if he could borrow his ice bucket. I'll bring it right huh. to Isn't that back. crazy? Yeah. They spend so that much of the movie together. Thing nuts yeah i guess it's pretty much just like uh because immediately he's constantly just trying to leave uh i don't know like i feel like it's just seth and uh and harvey keitel the entire time Uh uh-huh like the majority of it is just like you know richie's out because like richie is a kid even though he's like a sex offender i don't know that that was kind of like a like you know how they did did that to an extent like it's almost like their personalities are matching and and I don't know how to explain it, but it's uh-huh. just like here. These two are obviously the ones who know what's going on. And then like maybe Julia Lewis, Juliet Lewis knows what will happen. But like yeah. assault on precinct 13 and Richie have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. They're like in the back. They're like at the kids table. Um, yes. Hanging out with each other. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. That's that's an interesting dynamic. I didn't really think about that, but that's yeah, that's why. Quaint. I would like to scene of Richie and uh, what was the other kid's name? The, the brother. Assault on Precinct yeah. Thirteen. Whoa, that's his name, isn't it? I'm just gonna call him Thirteen. Then you're not gonna tell me his name. No, what's um, I? I can't remember his name now. Uh, he like ne- this is like his one and only movie he ever did. Uh, Scott. Yeah. Scott. Scott. Yes. Scott, I want to yeah. see where Richie and Scott are like sitting like on the bed in the back of the RV, just staring up at the other three in the front. And they're all talking, and then Richie's just like, "Hey." What do you think they're talking about? I don't know. Adult stuff. Taxes. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> the hand thing means the taxes. <laughs> oh, no. I dropped my ginger ale bottle cap. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not a part of the movie at pitch. It was just something that happened. Oh, no. Oh. Your ginger ale. Is your tummy okay? No. No. What has not been Kyle? for a while. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Did you get some bad meat? Very likely. I remember that one time we were driving and you had just eaten an Arby's brisket sandwich. Oh God! And then I could just tell, like you was like, he's he's sick. Yeah, we were like listening to an episode of a podcast we had just recorded, and like it was a thirty minute thing before the fifteen minute mark. I was just like, oh Christ, take me home! I'm, oh God, I'm wilting (laughs) like a desert flower. Was it a throw up thing or was it a poo poo thing? Uh, I could have gone either way. It was just sitting in the middle, just waiting, waiting oh, for his chance wow. to Oh, wow. It needed leave. you to decide. <laughs> oh, poor Kyle. Oh, jeez. Well, I'm glad you're not that pain anymore, but this new pain, it could be a blessing in disguise. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Look at the silver lining. Maybe I'll die. Oh, no, 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 no. Maybe. I'm sure you'll be fine. 
Uh, I'll put a Garfield balloon at your grave site. If you, this is a job I'm going to give you to if I die before you, and I'll okay. do the same thing for you guys. Um, after I'm dead and buried and I have a tombstone, you have to break into the cemetery, replace my tombstone with a large Garfield-themed one. Still made okay. out of, like, granite or whatever, but it has to be, like, Garfield's, like, face on the top. It's going it's okay. to say, like, here, mine's, you have to change the name on mine, though, to Little Jimmy Westchester. Okay. I love that. I love that. Here okay. lies Little Jimmy and, Westchester, and born, died. Beloved son and hater of Mondays. Yes. Always was climbing that damn <laughs> peach tree. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> Friend to all, enemy to normal. Oh, wow. I'm glad. I've never... I, I only have one... I don't have another death pact with anyone, but I have a secret to take to the grave with someone. Um. Yeah. So these are my... these are Those cool. are my only two death, <laughs> death-themed uh, commitments, so to speak. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm cool. excited. I hope I die first. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> oh, that's nice. I oh, feel a race so coming up. <laughs> I'm getting a, a true death here. race. Um, hmm. Oh boy. Uh, all right. Um I'm I, 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 let's move on from the fun facts. Um but have you guys ever noticed that Danny Trejo is to Robert Rodriguez what Samuel L. Jackson is to Quentin Tarantino. Oh my god. That's pretty spot on. Like he's in all of his movies. Almost all of them. And in most of them he has like a knife themed name. Machete have you noticed? baby. Have you Machete noticed? <laughs> uh throwing axe. Um uh, let me stab, see if I can find Stabo. Stabo, <laughs> stabo, stabo. stabo. <laughs> Excuse me, El Stabo. El Stabo. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try to. Oh, there's also a trunk shot. We get a Tarantino trunk shot in this movie. And For that Greg Nicotero shows up in it too. He was like the uh, makeup effects supervisor for the for the movie. I love fabulous. Him. And little t- and and Dante from Clerks was here too. Oh wait, I mean I'm sorry. Tom Savini was in this movie. <laughs> oh, All right, Tommy. here we go. He, he lasted longer than I thought he would. Go ahead. <laughs> I found okay. So so Danny Trejo is in Desperado, Spy Kids, Spy Kids Two, Spy Kids Three, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Planet Terror, Grind uh grindhouse which is Planet Terror, um, Machete, Spy Kids 4D, All the Time in the World, and Machete Kills. Uh, was he in, in Shark all Boy of and these Lava movies? Girl? In all of these movies, except for Once Upon a Time in Mexico, his character has a knife-themed name. His name is Navajas in Desperado, which is Spanish for folding knives, which his character uses Ooh. as a weapon. He's played Razor Charlie, Machete, Cortez in the Spy Kids films, and then Machete in you know the Machete movies. I don't know if they did that on purpose. It just ended up that way. Oh, knifey. That should be his next character's name. Oh, you want a knifey? He's over there. <laughs> you call that a knife? He's knife. <laughs> I've seen you played with knifey Spoony before. <laughs> knifey Trejo. Yeah. What a nice knifey guy. Trejo. Anyway, do you guys do you guys want to talk about some some scenes, some 
observations maybe that you've made about this movie? Yeah. You know what? I think I do. I think I really fucking do. Kyle. Okay. (laughs) Dips and not going first. I'm not going first. (laughs) Cammy. I can go first. Okay. Um, uh, I've got a couple <laughs> tiny, tiny little observations that are more like just broad observations, if you will. Okay, first of all, the okay. opening scene. Does the opening scene not remind you of the opening scene from House of a Thousand Corpses? Um, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you said that because that just. There was a time where I was watching from dusk till dawn, maybe like three, four times a week. And then, you know, <laughs> shortly around that time, it turned I'm into. I'm glad you're okay now. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine now. Oh, God. <sighs> My wee wee hurts. I'm just oh, kidding. No. Um, yeah, I slammed in the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding. It's not that big. Uh, <laughs> but House of a Thousand Corpses was. Uh-huh. I, I watched that shortly after. Uh, in preparation for Three from Hell, and I was just like, uh-huh. this opening scene is just like from that other movie I like with George Clooney, and he's not a doctor. <laughs> he's a he's big guy. Going back to that. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's like, first of all, just the, the general vibe of both settings is similar, but then also their conversation is sort of similar because they're both in both movies. They're talking about um, someone, someone who with a differently abled brain, um, if you will. And I was like, Oh, I wonder yeah. if, I wonder if Rob zombie was inspired by the opening of from dusk till dawn. Maybe um, it, like it, it, feels, it feels too like close would... to not be an homage. Mm-hmm. It I don't feels know. Like that would fit like, I don't know, like a different abled brained person. I feel like, First, I, I, it just feels like it fits better in the Rob Zombie movie. Yes. Than it would in this, but it's just like, I don't know. It's it, but I, I think he, I think he did. I think he, because there's like a great fucking like I don't really like Joe Rogan, but there's a great ass fucking like <laughs> Joe Rogan interview with Rob Zombie, and he just kind of oh, was yeah. like, yeah, they just they just threw this money at me, and I was like, I have the title, but nothing else, and then just like, uh, I gotta watch some movies, and just like a frantic <laughs> frantic Rob Zombie like knocking things over, and like next to the pile was from Dusk Till Dawn, it's like Quiet Sherry Moon, I'm watching my movie. Aww. Okay. Sherry Moon. Okay. Oh, honey. speaking of Sherry Moon, um, Waxwork Records is coming out with um, the soundtrack to Lords of Salem on vinyl. Oh, and yeah. if you order it, or I'm pretty sure if you order it early enough, you get the like wooden box <sighs> that the like album comes in in the movie. You know. I oh need it. Does does Keenan's father did Keenan's father uh touch it? No, it makes him puffy. Fuck. It does. <laughs> it would make him puffy. Uh, <sighs> good shit. I love that, man. I love him. Yeah, both. me too. I love that. Anyways. I just that, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. What? Huh? No, no. I just huh? he needs to make another movie like that. He needs to make his yes. own like Ugh. But yeah. 
Kyle, what's a favorite scene you had? Or cameo? I'm sorry, no. You were like in the middle of telling us like your little favorite tidbits. Oh, um, we we can move on. Yeah, if if somebody else wants to wants to talk about something, I can come back. I have a list. Kyle, oh. you go next. Spill it, Burns. Uh, <laughs> I'll go to. Uh, this might just be the very next scene. Uh, Clooney and Quentin in the motel with the lady, and then oh, Clooney yeah. leaves and comes back, and she's shot to death. <gasps> yeah. I just really like that because it cements who. Richie is in this movie as he is creepy perverted as probably a sex criminal and he is just crazy and he is uh-huh. only going to slow down and hurt Clooney in the long run but Clooney yeah. does not ever consider leaving him behind he yeah. just it built that dy- dynamic and I really like that as just a an engine for excitement like whatever ha- yeah. these two people are in a situation something fun to watch is going to come out of it and it Did solidifies just... who Seth is too as a character, yeah. because you see, you don't see, I mean, you see, you kind of see the crime scene in the background, but you just you see him and then you see flashes of what he's seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he's, he's, you know, genuinely disturbed by it. You can tell. Uh, and, and so right there, you know, Seth is not a killer. Richie is because he's just completely unhinged. We stole that line from my movie and we put in and and Matus said it to Kyle. I noticed that when I was watching it. It was like that DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the TV. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh He says, I'm not a killer. I don't kill anyone. I don't. I'm a professional fucking thief. I don't kill anyone. I don't have to. Oh, good stuff. Did anyone else try to slow the movie down when the flashes came up? Or am I alone in that? You're alone. But only because alone. I was watching it on VHS um, and <gasps> s- and stopping it at certain points is fuzzy. It's fuzzy. Ugh. Like my behind. Yeah. You know what I like? I like that we get that little, that snippet of um, when, when Juliette Lewis's character, her name's Kate, right? Is it Kate? Uh-huh. Um, sure. the, the whole, Hey Richie, can you eat my pussy later? See uh, line. Um, I, I love, I love that they put that in there because we've got, I mean, I, Richie is clearly completely insane, but then she says that and he's like, what? You know? And then later on, he's like, I could, you know, remember earlier, like what you said earlier, like I could, I could do that I for you that if for you want you. me to. And she has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. So that just cements the fact that we that every time you know at the beginning of the movie he's like he mouthed help me that guy didn't or help us that guy didn't do it richie saw what he wanted to see or saw what his brain projected you know the woman that they had hostage in the hotel room likely didn't do anything either he just turned on her because she went crazy after you left he's insane yeah um and when I first watched this movie, I didn't quite get that. Like I, I thought Aww. she had actually said that, and then just it, nothing ever came of it. And I was like, huh, that was weird. <laughs> All right, moving on. How um, could you be horny at a time like this? <laughs> yeah, but you not know what's yet. funny? What? I apparently I wasn't paying attention because I completely missed the fact where Richie hallucinates her saying that, and so when he brings it up again in the RV, I was. I felt just like Juliette Lewis is like, what the hell is he about to do? And what is he talking about? This guy's crazy. 
Aww. Oh, wow. Kyle, pay better attention to the films that we watch for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. There weren't even any vampires money. yet. This is the first show. pays good money <laughs> for our content. Nobody pays money for our content. <gasps> Speaking of paying money for our content, um, you can cut this out of the episode later, Jared. I'm sorry. But okay. before I forget, um, so I have these stickers that I got. I've got like 30 stickers. Um, do we want to maybe put those? We can send those to our Patreon patrons or... Yeah. Maybe we. I. I was thinking we could do Patreon patrons, or if like the first, you know, twenty-five people or twenty people who um, donate a dollar to our Patreon get a sticker, and I'll just send them a fucking sticker. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that. Um. Yeah. I think. Send us a yeah. three by five envelope to uh... <laughs> with sticker here written on it. Yes, yeah. to Spooky okay. Time Lane. Um, I was going to maybe either mention that at the end of this episode, or I could just put it on Instagram, like on our story or something. Yeah, I okay, like cool. it. Anyways, moving on. Oh. Jared, do you have a scene that stuck out to you that we haven't already mentioned? Well, it didn't only stick out. It it folded out. Uh Tom Savini's penis gun really <laughs> yeah! stood out to me. I love him in this movie. He's great. And I think he wanted, I think he requested the whip. I don't know if the whip was written in there. Probably. I can't, I don't know, but he's just. Uh, I like to think he just showed up on set, you know, in his outfit with a whip. And everyone was just like, is he supposed to have that? Uh, I don't know. You you go ask him. No, no, you go ask him. Yeah, and then he just got the to have a whip. We're doing the Young Adventures of Indiana Jones down on the next lot. Do you want me in this movie? I gotta have the whip. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> if you want the penis gun, you gotta take the whip. That's true. I don't know if the the dick gun was a little much. Um, and I don't know why he took that guy's beer with his whip if he just has a cock gun. But I thought that was cool. But just I I don't know. Like this isn't. I think my favorite scene of this entire movie is the opening. Like. Benny's world of liquor from like point A to point B. Like you have no idea something's happening. And then, you know, the sheriff goes to the bathroom and then it's like, Oh my God, we're in the middle of a crime being committed. Um, (laughs) And then just all of a sudden like fucking, I don't know this, the way Tarantino's body language is when he's just shooting the fucking like Mm -hmm. Bill McGraw. He's just like shooting him a bunch. And he's just like, what the hell is a man? with you and he's like he signaled the ranger and it's just like little brother squabbles and then i don't know and he just poor poor clerk whose name i don't remember because he wasn't benny i don't think but he's just like he's a liar i say i say like this fucking hillbilly like mullet man like Aww, hillbilly mullet man if he had just decided to not get the gun he probably would have lived no, they were going to kill him anyway. I mean, he they, he saw the murder. They got to clear. Oh, no, I guess they let the women go. They could have let him go. Yeah, yeah. I think they were walking out or something. I don't know. It, 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 it seemed as though he was going to let them go. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I thought maybe, wasn't he 
like injured when they hit the kill the sheriff because I remember he's like crawling on the ground to oh he did get shot yes they shot him and I think they probably thought he was just you know like left for dead or something yeah yeah so I'm surprised none of us have talked about how much we like the vampires yet we're getting to it vampire okay I okay my I've got a bone to pick with this movie and I feel Uh like you might have the same bone go ahead I'm going to say, I think I, I've loved this movie for quite some time, and I don't think I knew it was a vampire movie until, like, I don't know, like, experiencing it again through the zeitgeist over the years. Because the uh-huh. last time I had watched this movie, my family, I don't know, I was like 10 or something, and we were going on Ooh. vacation to Florida. It was like playing on television and my dad mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, guess what? We're all going to have we're all going to have Game Boys in the car when we go to when we drive to Florida, so you kids all shut the fuck up." And we're like, cool. "Yay!" So like and then from dusk till dawn was on television like the morning we left and it was like, "They're in they're driving somewhere too. So are we." And then like, "Oh, wow." <laughs> um, That's so cute. Daddy, look, I'm Richie. <laughs> Oh no, 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 no! Yeah, I have glasses just like him. But I just remember—I don't know what it was. No, but like, I think, I think I knew then. I was like, "That's Quentin Tarantino." I don't know how. I maybe I'm maybe I'm projecting, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because he looks like a fucking cartoon. That yeah. is true. Everybody He's knows who Quentin Tarantino. What Quentin Tarantino looks like. Put your bid in, Richie. He is the most okay. interesting-looking person I think I've ever seen in my life. His chin is hilarious. Cammy, what's your bone to pick? Okay, I have a bone to pick with this movie. The only oh, wow. thing that makes me kind of eh about this movie is the like the use of CGI in the special effects. If this movie had been 100% practical effects, it would be perfect. What was the I, CGI other than like uh, the the vampires like burning up or something? Well, when they're burning up, when when they're you know turning, it's very clearly. I mean, CGI. We don't get any. Oh, they were in a blue a green screen or something. They're not really there or something. Or, oh, no, but like I mean, when Salma Hayek's character tur- you know turns into a, it's a very swift Buffy the Vampire Slayer type change to her face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think then, so, yeah. You know, yeah. other stuff like like when the chandelier falls on her, and she, I don't, I don't know. There's just a, a few moments in this movie where I'm just like, ugh, that special effect did not age well, and I really, really wish that they had stuck with like just practical effects throughout. Um, this movie would it would have aged better if they had done that. Um. And I don't think it would have been that hard because there's, I don't think there's a whole lot. There's not a ton of CGI in this movie, but where there is CGI, I feel like they could have done something differently to have a practical effect in there, you know, Okay. obviously, especially toward the end. But like the, because the practical effects in this movie are so good, um, the makeup is fantastic. I love, you know, the the band whenever the vampires first turn you know the band's playing and they've got this fucking like the the lead guitarist has a torso he's playing a guy's torso it's so disgusting 
and it was pretty gross. Yeah, pretty so much of this did, movie is so cool. Um, did and he then, have that guitar ready, or did he make it that night? It like, I turned think he had into it, ready. it though. It turned into a like Cinderella type thing. Yeah, is the like, guitar of Vampire Two? Yes, <laughs> it's canon. Guitar Pyre. That should be your next D and D character. It's like I'm a vampire who is a guitar. I made the vampiric guitar. No, no, no. I will not will not rest until I am a sentient bicycle who communicates by my bell ringing, and I just roll like a like a <laughs> I ghost ride. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sentient. I can't move on my own. Someone does have to ride me. <laughs> I need to push. You know, if I fall down, I, I'll die. If uh, I stop pedaling, I'll die. I put kickstand up. Okay, roll for dexterity. Ooh, oh you fall Oof. over. Do you mind, buddy? You're stepping on my kickstand. Ooh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you were saying, Cammy. Anyway, I don't remember what uh, I was saying anymore. Uh, the but no, yeah. Disgusting guitar. Oh, sure. Yeah, but like that's really the only issue that I have with this movie. Look, that's, they had that's to cut corners to somewhere, Cammy. They have Cheech yeah. Marin playing three fucking roles in this yeah, goddamn really. movie. There's so much I totally, in this movie. <laughs> I can't believe we forgot to talk about that. Uh, he's great. He is. He's he loves like the pussy monologue. Yeah. Oh my god. My favorite my favorite moment in this movie. Okay, I thought no. they were going to a pet store. Oh, so I was alone in my house when I was watching this and I was when that scene came along and he just kept shouting pussy. It's like, oh, I'm glad there's no one around to hear this. This is getting a little, <laughs> little much. Kyle unbuttons one of his buttons and just like, ah, I can let my let my hair down. I can finally breathe. No one's around. And then Cheech Marin's like, pussy, <laughs> pussy, right that button up. went right back up. Exactly. <laughs> I called my pastor to let him know what was happening and that I couldn't stop it. He he talked me through it. Kyle, pastor Dave. It's okay. It's okay if you took your pants off and treated your body like an amusement park when Selma Hayek was on stage, on screen. On stage. Cuz baby stage when she's group. out there, it's all it's all a stage. <laughs> all the world's a stage and I wish God I was the floor Selma Hayek stepped on. Yeah, me too. Who doesn't? Yeah, Who watches this movie great. and goes, eh, not for me. Yeah. Like, so well, Hayek, me. a little overrated. I would let her like, step on me. I would let her Twice. step on me, but I'd be like, can you not put your feet in my mouth? I'm okay without that. I'm it's funny, good. I, I watched a movie a few days before watching this. It was called, like, Banditas, and it was Selma Hayek and Penelope Cruz oh as God. sexy Latin cowgirls. Oh, my <sighs> God. That sounds, like, exploitative. <laughs> it... Like moi it was only made for, for men, you know. Telemundo gave it a moi malo. <laughs> they did abduct a skinny, nerdy white boy who they both fell in love with and kept making out with every time everyone wasn't around. <laughs> oh he is mine. No, you're a bitch. He's mine. Ladies, ladies, there's, pl- there's plenty of chet to go around. <laughs> if you had said that with a Latin accent, I think that was actually a line of dialogue from the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, his name was... Not... He, it was a skinny white boy? It was... I forget the actor's name. I forget his character's name. But it could have very easily been ch- called Chet, and it would have it's fit It's Michael Sarah, Kyle. We know. <laughs> Michael I wish. 
But no, it's it's on HBO Max. Give it a give it a watch tonight if you're banditas. All right, yeah, I'll check it out. It's I won't. it's dumb. <laughs> it's oh, like Godzilla versus Kong. I'm not watching it for the complexities of the plot. Okay, did you guys finish it? Did you guys up and see it? Yeah. Kyle, did you finish it? Yes, I was upset. You were upset. Why? You pretty much what you said happened. Except in the no. Kong Godzilla rematch, Godzilla won. That was the only upset to my perfect prediction. Yeah, it was Godzilla a it was won. a tie though. The movie they tied. Sort Godzilla. Of. They tied, but it was a 60-40 tie. tie. They won. both won against They're both Robozilla. Oh well, my god. Godzilla Mecha Godzilla Cammy. Good lord. I know. Um <laughs> that being said, the the kid the kid the kid who's uh he's in Hunt for the Wilder People and uh Deadpool 2. I can't remember his name, but the, the kid who was Asian with fellow? Millie Bobby Brown the whole time. Or not time. Asian fellow, the uh, Australian fellow. I yes, didn't mean to he's, say Asian. He's Maori. Um he I I felt like it was a waste to have him in the movie because that kid is so fucking funny. Um, and I feel like he wasn't, we didn't get to see a whole lot of him in this movie. And even like when he had lines that were supposed to be funny, they kind of fell flat for me, I guess. I don't know. I was a little bummed out. I was like, he's so cute and funny and he's just kind of a blah character in Godzilla versus Kong. The whole thing about Millie Bobby Brown being like, Dad, you need to listen to this podcast. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck's sake. I Why are they know. enabling conspiracy theorists in this movie? I don't. It was I mean, bad, they were right. Because, Cammie, sometimes QAnon makes sense. <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> Question on? No. N- no. You can no. make a thousand predictions a day, every day for a thousand days. One of them is bound to be right. You will have a hard time <laughs> finding your keys. Ah! So this actually brings me back to a question I had about Dust Till Dawn. Okay. Let's hear it. Does, does Tom Savini's character have an actual penis? Or did he yeah. replace it with a gun? No, it's over his penis. I'm thir- uh, his, his name is Sex Machine for a reason. Wait, <laughs> I machine. thought that was either ironic blows- or... <laughs> He, what's it called? It's like he's got the Superman effect when he's making love to a woman. If it goes off, it'll come right out through their head. <laughs> that was a robot chicken sketch. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, that's why like... Wonder Woman is the only person who can who can hold Superman's baby because his his he ejaculates like a speeding bullet. <laughs> wow! Pew! That's pew pew pew. Uh, super ovi o- uh, ovaries what are those things what do you got Cammy? what are those things oh yeah there you go yeah um they're good job oh, oh boy what <laughs> oh i'm getting all flushed here talking about silly things oh talking man. about ovaries <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, you're, right. you're making me now, giggle. I, now i'm hard i hope my oh god <laughs> It's Good pressing grief. up against my gun. No, but I think Sex Machine was, you know, Detroit native Tom Savini came into the hospital minutes after RoboCop for uh, uh, a penis implant, and the doctors had accidentally replaced his penis with a gun because they thought this guy's going to be the new RoboCop. 
He doesn't look like his arm's been blown off. Maybe I should check his <laughs> file. Ah, screw it. Save some time. Dr. Nick Riviera performed the surgery, I believe. And uh, now, he's, now he's got a penis gun. <laughs> cool. I love Tom Savini in this movie. He's, he's hilarious. A he's a love really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, like whenever she Kate introduces herself, he's like, sex machine. Nice to meet you. And then um, whenever they're just discussing vampires, like how to kill vampires, they're like, garlic, wooden steak, silver. No, not silver. You know, um, Silver's werewolf. I think it was, I think it was Seth who goes, has anybody ever actually like read a real book about vampires <laughs> and sex machines? Like, you mean like a time life book? I <laughs> lose my mind every time he says that. <laughs> there was always those time life, you know, series that you could get from like infomercials. And some of them were about, we had like the paranormal set when I was a kid and I would always look through them and scare myself. Like that was my version of scary movies when I was a kid, just looking through like at the ghost pictures and like the pictures that people took of Nessie and shit. Um, Jesus. In those, they're, they're so good and also very informative. It's a funny joke is what I'm getting like, at. Is that like grocery store encyclopedias that we could have got back in the nineties? Sure. No. I don't know. Oh. Yes. Anyways. Um, anyway. Do we have Do we have more thoughts we want to share on this movie? Uh, no, I just I I love it. I have it. one I more thought. Let's hear it. Um, think it at me. I the end of this movie is actually like really sad. Um whenever Scott and Jacob are both end up dying. Um the only thing that saves the movie from being just like heart-wrenchingly sad for Kate is that the rest of the vampires suddenly get killed by a disco ball. <laughs> that that <laughs> sort of brightens the mood a little bit because I, I don't think <laughs> they ever in, I don't think they intended for this movie to be like really like depressing like that but it is like she has no family left and then george clooney leaves her and that's the end of the movie but the free rv i guess i could see that being intentional because like from the start of the movie until they set foot in the bar it's like a crime drama where you could see i could see that entire family getting killed and just being part of the movie and being sad yeah then they're in the bar and things just you know everyone just does a line of coke and just goes crazy then as soon as they're out of the bar again, it's that same crime drama. So it's, it's sad if like, they, it's sad her family's dead, but I feel like it fits as soon as they're out of the bar. Like that ending was Were they psychos? very much fits yeah. thematically. Uh, yeah. I think that's probably, I don't know. Okay. Um, one of the, do you guys remember um, who makes a, a, a cameo in this movie from Danny Trejo? Besides Danny Trejo, it's it's uh, sheriff. Aaron several times. No, 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 no. The guy from uh, uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street character. Freddy oh, John Saxon. John Saxon is in this movie. Yeah, right? for like three As seconds. A cop, yet again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all he ever so does. So fucking good. I love. I was just like, holy shit. I don't know. I loved it. I I just this this whole movie when it didn't when it was just like a fucking crime thriller and then turn like horror more movies mm-hmm. need to more movies need to do this 
like yeah. genre bended in the like in the middle, but like well, I I don't know. Like it's got to get done well. I yeah. This is just such a uh, this is just such a gem, a diamond in the rough. If you have any concerns or any reservations about rewatching from dusk till dawn, you just listen to this episode and you're just like, well, I'm still on the fence. Like, no, quit painting that fence, Tom Sawyer, and Go you tell that Huck Becky. Wait, you know, is, wait, is that what he does? I don't know. I don't know, man. But either way, I, I'm down with it. Go watch it. Watch it now. Mm-hmm. And if I was Juliet Lewis, I'd be glad. I got no more. I got no more uh, crazy Jesus daddy all up in my pussy telling me like Mama's dead. Like I don't need that. I'm still growing. Um, <laughs> she could come back. It's you know like it's happened before. <laughs> she's probably done true. growing by now. <laughs> I thought she was like. Never mind. Well, she's got to be in her late teens because whenever they go into the bar and he gives her like they start drinking tequila, she's like, "I'm not 21 yet." That makes it the, the the way she phrases that line makes it seem like she's almost twenty one, yeah, but not yet. And I got the vibe she was like fifteen or sixteen. No, I think Scott is supposed to be fifteen or sixteen. I mean, he's adopted. They could both be. That's true. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this. I'm gonna bring that final scene back to fucking Roseanne again because George Clooney was on Roseanne and then Juliette Lewis was on Roseanne when they brought it back. And like, damn, that's and I'm pretty sure Cheech Marin has been on Roseanne at some point or another. They they probably, they probably all met on set. Danny Trejo, Roseanne, Tom Savini, Roseanne, Harvey Keitel, <laughs> Harvey Keitel, <laughs> totally. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Have we talked about this movie enough? I think so. Uh, cool. Yes, we are getting ready to bump on our time limit. <gasps> yeah, we got to anybody... we got to rate it. Does anybody have a rating system in mind? I I will say... Oh, Kyle, go ahead. I'm sorry. I had one, and then I forgot it. So so that's 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 where I'm coming from. I've got one. Okay, I think if it's... It's uh, one out of five hickeys or the the golden fang. (laughs) I like it. Okay, you sounds good. feel free. Feel free to adjust as as you please. What about for the crowning thing? That's the golden uh, thing. Yeah. Instead of that. Oh, jeez. What if we give it a, a Selma Hayek snake dance? <laughs> Ooh. A Selma snake dance. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like that, Cammy. What do you think? What if we do one through five golden fangs and then the <laughs> Selma snake dance? I love it. You like it? Let's do it. I'm going to write that down you at some point. implement both of your ideas. Who <laughs> will bring home Synergy. the snake dance? It's like Wheel of Fortune. That'd be weird if there was a game show and like instead of winning a million dollars, it's you win 100000 500000 or the grand prizes, Selma Hayek will give you a snake dance at home. Cool. The Harper family really needs to clench this last round, Jim. If they want to even be considered for the Selma Hayek snake dance. I know. If I were them, they've come too far and too and have worked too darn hard to only bring home $500,000. They want that snake dance. <laughs> the dad and the oldest daughter, Mary, seem especially enthusiastic to win this grand prize. <laughs> 
Uh, I just like snakes, Mister. What did you say their name was? Johnson or whatever. Mister Johnson says they want to. Be, she wants to be a veterinarian when she gets older, and I like Sam Hayek. <laughs> All right, I give this movie. <laughs> I give this movie five golden fangs. <gasps> Five oh golden things. It's like the song. Yeah. Four, Four cone birds, penis. three. Five. Kyle, what do you give this movie? I'm also going to give it a five. It's great, but not something I write home about. Because well, my family you... doesn't care about this movie. You know what? I'm going to drive. Then I'm going to drive the, the two. Same... I like this movie a lot. I gave it five. It's not my favorite vampire movie of all oh! time, but it's up there. Top yeah, three. This gets a five. Oh, because I really enjoy it. Oh, is it? It's a, it's it a five because I, it was so much better on the rewatch than I expected. I was oh, planning okay. on giving it like three and a half or a four, right. but it really blew me away. Jarrett, <sighs> Selma Hayek Snake Dance. Ooh yeah. Cool. I want to see someone. On YouTube or something, make a video of the dance, but set to the snake jazz from Rick and Morty. Oh my god, yes. Oh, I love it. I want to fuck your dad, Summer. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh. Well, you heard it here first, folks. We got a five, a five, and a semi snake dance. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for being a part of this episode tonight and listening. I've been one of your hosts garth brooks oh you can find me you're on not in- garth brooks <laughs> lies i Slander. have an album where i'm in space that's snaketastic um you can find me on instagram at daddy underscore dangerfield or uh twitter at jared underscore miller gabby where can we find you you can find me on the internet you can find me Snake-a-pedia. at snakepedia you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. That's all one word. Um, if you would like to follow along with our show on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at Spooky Time Network. You can find us on Twitter at Spooky Time Net. And if you want to look us up on Facebook, you can. But the problem with Facebook is that we don't really update it very often. I'm pretty sure that's my job now. And I just haven't been doing it. You know, I'm really dropping the ball on Facebook. But anyway, uh, Kyle, where I'm can we find you? I'm wagging my finger. <laughs> uh, find me, Twitter, Five Goes West. You know the drill. Uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon, it will make you better at sex. That's a spooky time guarantee. <laughs> Your partner will be like, I can, I can feel a difference. There has been find, marked improvement. You can find my YouTube video about how to beaver tail your lover. Um, <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. Okay. Do we have anything else well, we yeah. want to say before we go and say goodnight to everyone? Uh, um, join us next week for the only vampire movie that really counts, uh, Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was worried you weren't going to say that. Oh, yes. We will be back next week with another vampiric movie. I don't think it's Assault on Precinct 13, but you'll just have to come back and see what movie they are going to watch. Ah. Ah.
Ah. Well, goodbye. Bye. I'll be back. It's a dark night.